Hey guys, Laura here. I wanted to invite you to my Authenticity Workshop on Friday, May 24th. The title of this workshop is Authentic Expression and Why It Will Make You Wealthy. And I use the word wealthy not specifically in the traditional sense, although that's true as well, but also holistically wealthy, um, leading to a life of joy, abundance, and expansion. Because when we learn to authentically express, there's nothing more powerful. And once we learn it, and we bring it to our nurse coaching practice, it echoes into over into every other area of our life. So come for this interactive workshop. It's 30 bucks. You need to register. Link will be in the bio. Thank you. Welcome to the Successful Nurse Coach Podcast. On this podcast, Laura and Shelby both board-certified nurse coaches show you how to make as much money as you want in private practice as a nurse coach. Hello and welcome successful nurse coaches. It is Shelby and Laura here today for episode three of the Successful Nurse Coaches podcast. And today we are going to be talking about one of my favorite topics of when to quit your job and go all in on your nurse coaching practice. This is something that we support a lot of our clients through. This is something that Laura and I have personally gone through as well. So today we're going to be sharing some tips and tricks from our own personal experience and then giving you a lot of our two cents on what we think about this topic and how we see it play out in um, many different nurse coaches journeys. Um, Laura, how are you today? I'm well. I'm just sitting here listening to you talk and reflecting on the day I quit my job and remembering all the feelings and what a big deal it was. And I forget. I forget how big of a deal it felt at the time to to quit the job. So I'll kind of just share my uh, my story. And then Shelby, you can share yours if that's cool to let our listeners know that we get it. We get this process. So I was working as an advice nurse for Kaiser. And at that time, I had been going through my own health journey. I had started working with a naturopathic doctor. And for those of you who don't know, um, at age 35, I was on 14 medications and I had 10 different diagnoses. And my primary care physician told me it was all in my head and just kept on referring me to psych. So that's how I started working with a naturopathic doctor. And after working with her, I was off all meds and almost symptom-free in about 16 weeks. So my entire paradigm of health just got flipped over on its head. And I found myself in a job and in a role where I was on recorded calls having to give advice that I did not believe was true anymore. And I wasn't able to help my patients in the way that I wanted to. And so for me, I kind of quit. It was more of a, I was driving home from work one day and I just knew I could never go back. So this was just when I was exploring becoming a nurse coach. I wasn't um, done with certification. I wasn't ready to launch my practice. And I quit my job um, before I even launched my practice. And the feelings that I had during that time were um, shame 
because I was going to have less income for my family. My husband could support us, but he'd have to work some overtime. And nobody understood what the hell I was doing, but I knew that I had to help people in another way. So I I was in certification. Um, I quit my job when I was in certification, and that was when I went all in. I went all in right in the learning process. Um, how about you, Shelby? Tell mm. us about I mean, I was your peer coach partner, so <laughs> yeah, I know it well. <laughs> Laura's had a front row seat to essentially all of all of this for me since the very beginning. Um, something I want to quickly acknowledge you on, Laura, is honoring your your nudge. A lot of yeah. a lot of people, nurse coaches in particular, we talk ourselves out of our intuition, our intuitional nudges, if you will, and that's just like a really no bullshit. <laughs> I, I knew I was driving home and then I acted and it can, yeah. it can be that it can be, I won't say that was easy, but it can be that cut and dry, right? It can be that simple. Um, my story is similar. I was, it was 2017 and I was about to get married. I remember talking to Heather from the Nurse Coach Collective for an enrollment call into nurse coach certification. And I talked to her twice on the phone and I was working in the ER at the time. I was working like mid shift, which was just like, I don't know, the worst working 3P to 3A and it sucked. And I remember getting off that call being like, okay, she's explained nurse coaching to me twice, but I still don't really know what it means. But there was, again, this burning urge of like, you have to do this. There's just, you have to. And so me and my then fiance, now husband, were long distance at the time. And I hung up the phone with her and I called him and I was like, I gotta, I gotta explore what this means. We were paying for a lot of our own wedding too. So at the time, big financial commitments in a, in a baby relationship and in the a, in a beginning stages of a marriage. It was a really big ask for me. I never had to consult anybody on financial decisions before. And like, I just remember feeling like I was faking it 100% of the way. I, I didn't know what nurse coaching was. I was marrying Rob and we had been, I'm not kidding y'all, dating long distance across the world for years. Like we had spent very little time actually together in, in, in real life. There was a lot of newness in my life. And um. I jumped in. I did. I was in certification. Everything was going great. Rob and I had moved cross country a few times <laughs> while in certification over that six months. And that's when Laura and I got paired up. And I was kind of <clears throat> going through the motions in the course. Like not that I wasn't playing full out. I knew that I wanted to create a private practice. But when it comes time to actually like commit on that want, it it is you find any reason not to do it right and i had a lot of really excellent reasons not to not to begin and um i know that i've told this story a hundred times but laura was just like so when are you gonna like start <laughs> when are when are we gonna like <laughs> do it and i was like oh yeah and i kind of felt like i was living someone else's life like i just felt almost in a trance i remember going to the you know the courthouse or the county clerk and filling out my my LLC paperwork and just being like, who do I think I am to do this? Like I was, God, I, I just remember that feeling so well of like something else was guiding all of those decisions and all of that action. And I was on a travel contract 
where we were living at the time in, in upstate New York. And my contract was almost over. I remember talking to you on a coaching call about if I was going to see if I can get on day shift, see if I could like slowly transition out of my, my ER gig and into this coaching full time. And, um, the ER I was working in at the time, unfortunately was just really hurting and understaffed. And, um, it was not a safe place to be working pre pandemic. I can only imagine what it's like now, Mm -hmm. but, um, you told me on that call, like they will always, even if you leave for six weeks, they will always need you to come back. Of course, I knew that, but having someone reflect it back to me was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, of course, of course. They're hurting so bad that they would probably pay a non-nurse to do the nurse's job at that point. Of course, I can go back. And having that perspective just open up for me. And then there was one particular night where um, I was newly pregnant and they wanted me to take care of an active shingles patient. And I have never had chicken pox ever. And also... I have, I have, the vaccine does not work on me. I've had six boosters with never, it just doesn't work. I went to my charge nurse and she was like, um, yeah, you're just going to have to take care of this patient. And that was my, that was my moment of like, they do not care for my health and my safety. And of course I had been in similar situations before to where my own health and wellness was at risk, but it was never so real to me as in that moment. And I had like a week left on my contract and I walked out and never looked back. It was very clear to me in that moment that that's what had to happen. I had no business coach yet. I had just graduated certification. Again, my husband was in the position to float us for a little while. It was going to be uncomfortable and we were going to have to adjust. Um, But for a long time, the hospital needing me was a huge comfort. I could always go back if things got too crazy. And if those of you who re- live in really cold climates, like our heating bill up there is like $1,800 a month. It was insane. Like it was, mm-hmm. we we needed, we needed two incomes to literally keep warm in the winters. And then um, after a while, it just became a threat. Like I would do anything to not go back to the hospital and I was I was willing to move whatever mountain it took to ensure that that didn't happen. Um so I know that in sharing both Laura and I's stories we quit well before we were ready, well before we had any income, well before we had any freaking idea what we were doing at all. And guess what? It worked out. Mhm. It worked out. And why it worked out? Because both Laura and I were un- like 100 permit 100% committed to a solution. We were not going to let anything and I mean it was really tough and it was really challenging and all of you that have been in this world of private practice and entrepreneurship know exactly what we're talking about. But we were we were committed to the solution and instead of committed to giving all of the reasons why it was tough and hard more life than they already had. Yes. And I I can only appreciate that version of us now because we've walked so many nurse coaches through it. And every time we do it, and we have, we're going to share some great stories about what we've observed, is, um, is it brings me back to that moment of it really is a leap. Um, and, and if I look back to why is it such a leap, A, we feel like 
uh, I don't know about for you, but as a California new grad, like to get a job at Kaiser, no one leaves. It's the golden handcuffs. It's the highest paying nursing job in the country. Kaiser in the Bay Area with Bay Area pay is the highest in the country. No one leaves. And so for me, it wasn't just leaving my job. It was leaving the job that I had been waiting for. And also acknowledging that although this was the job I had been waiting for, it was the wrong job for me. It was not my, this was not what I was meant to do do with my life. It was not my sole purpose. So it very much felt like saying no to the job felt like saying yes to what my soul wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, still highly uncomfortable, but absolutely invigorating and exhilarating and amazing. And we've watched that too. We've watched the terror switch to excitement, back to terror um, in that transition process. Yeah. And and also, Laura and I were good bedside hospital nurses. And every client that we've ever worked with are also really excellent critical care nurses. We work with a lot of ICU, ER the cream of the crop, the people that you are relieved to see come on your shift because you know that they can pull their own weight. Like it was, it's challenging to walk away from the job and a job that you're really good at too. Yes. But just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to do it. And there's a lot of, oh, like guilt in in walking away, especially just with how intense hospital situations have been over the past couple of years. We were helpers and we want to help. But also I would like everyone listening to also acknowledge that you are equipped to help in a much more potent and deep way as a nurse coach. Hospitals are completely understaffed and overwhelmed because um, there's not enough nurse coaches in the world. Mm. We wouldn't need to go to the ER. We wouldn't need as many surgeries. We wouldn't need as many ICU visits if people were empowered about their own health. So and, and if we can tie it to that, I think that can help lessen the guilt because we're attacking the same problem from um, a different angle, from a preventative angle, from an angle where we have major impact as well. 100%. 100%. Mm. What is um, in your groups? Laura, what is your experience when one of your clients is throwing this idea around on a call mm. that they want to quit? Or they're like, they, of course, of course, we all want to quit, right? <laughs> that's that's not unique. But like when they're they're shifting gears to actually be serious about it, what usually happens? Oh, I have a bunch of different stories. But I find that the minute that there's actual permission and the plan starts to form, you know, like they've... They've said it out loud to a group, I really want to quit my job or I want to go part-time. You know, like quitting your job or changing, you know, titrating down. As soon as they acknowledge that and then they set the process in motion, it happens a lot faster than they realize. So over and over again, we'll have, I'll have someone say, you know, my goal is to replace my income and quit my job in six months. And what I'll find is, is that we they realize that to replace their income, they might have to quit first, right? Like it becomes where staying at their job and working for their hourly wage is going to cost them because they can't invest the time and the energy into their job. So there is this moment where you have to leap before there's proof. 
But I find that once the ball's rolling, that that happens a lot faster. Yeah. And I, I know you've had that happen as well. I mean, I always tell people, if you enroll in one of our programs, buyer beware. <laughs> very highly, very high likelihood you're going to either quit your job or you're going to change jobs. But but transitions on the horizon for you. Yeah. I don't know if I could really say it any better or add anything of more value. But yeah, I've, I've seen many, many nurse coaches tell me that they want to quit their job or significantly decrease their hours. And then by the and they'll give themselves like a six month timeline. And then by the next call, they come to the call and they've put in their notice. And it scares the bejesus out of people i mean rightfully so that is that's a lot to 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 like take in and in seven days time and they don't quit their job because they miraculously have a six-figure coaching income to magically replace it right they quit their job because it is physically painful to be living out of alignment any longer and they're yeah. so burned out and they are so just completely tapped out in all areas that this is the solution. And for my nurse coaches who who have a drastic shift like that, usually we find a new job, right? We find a new part-time PRN something to buffer as as uh as you build income. Um but do not be surprised how quickly the universe acts on your behalf when you put your money where your mouth is and start to take action on what you've always talked about creating. It can happen. It can happen very, very quickly. And we've seen that also time and time again with people who or with nurse coaches who generate insane income for being a new mm -hmm. business owner. They create five, 10, 15, $20,000 in 12 weeks, in 16 yeah. weeks. And if you translate that kind of, because the business model we share with our clients has such low overhead, that is pure profit, right? The only expense is really whatever coach you hire and the cost of a Zoom yearly membership, which is like 140 bucks. It's like all pretty, pretty low. Um, so if you were to translate that into completely returning your investment within eight to 16 weeks as a new business owner, if you were to put that in any tech startup, any other business, any doctor's office, like that's bananas. Right. It's crazy fast how um, quickly things can conspire for you. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's a good segue to some of the practical aspects of this decision. So, you know, we at any time are coaching 10, 20, 30 nurse coaches, and they're all in different levels of uh, some of them are nurse um, nurse leaders working full-time salaried. Some are working PRN, some are working part-time. And most of them who hire us have the dream to do this full-time, to be a coach full-time in private practice, working for themselves. And when people start to play with this, we ask them basically three areas of questions. And the first area we ask them to do is to take a really honest look at their finances. And even asking someone to do this can make them uncomfortable. But I ask them to write down how much they need to survive. How much money do they have to make per month to eat, to survive? Um, are they financially stable? What's the minimum amount of income per month they need to survive? 
what does their partner make or husband make? Is their husband on board? Can they create a budget together? It's nice to get actual numbers when you're making a decision like this. And one thing, Shelby, we didn't bring up is the health insurance. Oh my gosh. The health insurance one. I'll let you go into that. <sighs> yeah. Um, when it, when we come to that point. Um, so finances, really taking an honest look at what it's going to look like. Second is time. How much time do you have to dedicate to your business if you're working 50 hours a week? You know, like there, there comes a point where you have to have more time to invest in your business for your business to invest in you. So we definitely want to look at uh, time and and how that's shaking out for you. And third, and probably the most important is mindset. Can you cultivate the entrepreneurial mindset when you're still relying on a paycheck? You know, if if you know that there's a paycheck coming in on the 1st and the 15th, are you going to go do uncomfortable things? Are you uncomfortable enough that, that it'll make you move and grow? Um, do you have enough in savings to give you several months of padding if you don't create a client? Because conversely, we don't want you to go into every proposal and be praying that they're going to say yes so that you can feed your family. We don't want it to be that dire and, and make you that needy either. So finances, we look at, we look at time and we look at your mindset and good old um, hanging on to a job before health insurance. This one's really interesting because this is like, can be the reason why nothing's possible. And Shelby, you want to break this one down? Yeah, this, oh, I can feel myself getting angry about it because <laughs> I actually, you know, this used to be a thing that we would address with clients a lot, but Weirdly, it hasn't been in the past several months. Like I haven't heard this this reason in a quite a while, <laughs> a long time. So maybe that's why it didn't pop up when we were making our plan for this episode. But oh, health insurance. I understand that as nurse coach or as nurses working in a hospital, we have some access to some of the best health insurance plans available. They're super low cost comparatively. And but on the other side of that coin, it is absolutely insane to me that people will stay at a job that sucks them completely dry for health insurance. If you are, say we're working at Kaiser. I never had the pleasure to work at Kaiser and make a <laughs> banana buku bucks working in a hospital. I worked in Texas and other low paying states. But let's just like play as if that's your reality. And you're making, I don't know, how much did you make at Kaiser? Like six figures? Uh, yeah, like 80, 80 something an hour. Okay. If you were making $150,000 a year as a coach or $200,000 or $400,000 a year as a coach, which is 100% possible if you stick around for three to five years, you can absolutely create that kind of income. Do you give a shit about health insurance? <laughs> like, does the price of health insurance really bother you? Um, my own experience with this is, so my my husband was in the military. The military has great insurance. You don't pay a dime for health insurance. And he got out of the military, 2020 kicked off all about the same time. And there was a period of time to where I was like, oh, he's going to get a job soon. So we're just going to like let the mili military insurance lapse and we're just not going to have any for like 30 days. But then this new job will kick in and we'll be fine. Um, thank God we did not do that. But 
we priced out insurances. We we went on marketplace, and I mean, granted, like it's never going to be my choice to go to a medical doctor unless I like actually need it, right? I'm going to pursue other other ways of healing first. Um, but then, like the worst case scenario happened, Laura. I got diagnosed with an aneurysm. I needed open heart <laughs> surgery. With with all of this and like insurance was in in the air for us. And um, luckily, we were able to extend the military insurance for a, a period of time after he got out. Um, so we were OK. But I mean, the staring down the financial black hole that is paying for an open heart surgery and an aneurysm repair out of pocket. I was like, wow, we were really screwed here like we're we're <laughs> like the, this is this is worst case scenario um but at this on the other side of that thought was i know that i can make enough money to pay it off because my my income as a coach is infinitely the potential is there is no limit there is no cap i can create whatever i need to create and if i have to go on a payment plan for the rest of my life to pay for this life-saving surgery then so be it but Never once did it cross my mind to go back to the hospital to get health insurance to pay for my heart surgery. Mm. And it it worked out, right? It, it worked out. Now we're not on military insurance and I pay a really reasonable amount a month for insurance for the three of us in, in my family. Doesn't make me mad that I have to pay for it, for sure. Would I rather be getting it for free? Absolutely. Would I rather be getting it at a better price? totally but i'm not gonna stay at a job that sucks just literally sucks everything out of me down to the bone for health insurance not gonna do it right and so if this is you and you're thinking wow shelby you sound a little crazy right now and that's fair that might be true but (laughs) i would encourage you to get serious on it so whenever i hear this i need the health insurance so i can't quit my job is that true go online Look up some solutions, look up alternatives, price it out, put a number to this problem. How much is it going to cost you to solve it? Yeah. Is that number as big as you think? Because I guarantee you it's probably not. And if having, and I know a lot of nurses and nurse coaches in our space um, have chronic illness and do need health insurance and need access to specialists, I understand so like let's let's not let this be a barrier that is not solvable. Like if you get creative and you get out there and research, I guarantee you that there is a solution to this. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, health insurance is money. So once this is the first thing we have people do is we have them look at their finances and then we have them for homework between coaching calls go and research different health insurance options. I think we're going to be doing a Christian health share because right now, thank God, all four of us are pretty healthy. Um, And that is what I think is going to work best for our family at this time. But let's just say that on the high side, you carried insurance for your family and your insurance is going to cost $1,800 a month. Let's just say that's that's what you have to pay to have health the kind of health insurance that you feel comfortable with for your family. If you multiply that by 12 months, what is that? It's like 18,000, 19,000, like let's say 21, $22,000. It would, that's a figure outable problem. You know, that's four $5,000 coaching clients. 
That is however many overtime shifts you'd have to work and bank it and create the padding to pay for it. It is it. Health insurance is money, but money is a problem we can solve. And in our as a nurse coach in private practice, it's a problem we can solve a heck of a lot more efficiently and more powerfully than we can as employee, in my opinion. So if if we start thinking about it as not something that we have to have, but as something that costs money, and then we create a solution, it's definitely figure outable. And that's really high. I mean, there are other, there's other options that are more affordable. Sometimes nurse coaches be like, well, I guess we could go on my husband's. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> we should have led led with that one. That's a solution. Um but you have to just be the brain's really tricky. We've been brain brainwashed into being slaves in a system where we think we cannot be without employee uh, created health insurance and it's just it's not true. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it it falls into the same category to me about how nurses have the most flexible people tell us we have like the most flexible careers it's so nice to only work three days a week it's awesome you have you'll never want for a job I don't believe that that's necessarily true anymore but that is what I mean that's what I grew up hearing about nursing in general and it's just like not true like the cost of the cost of health insurance is I mean, again, I'm not excited to pay it, but it's affordable. It's doable. It's not mm-hmm. It's not astronomical. And there are, I mean, I don't know how many entrepreneurs in the world, but they're all figuring it out. <laughs> they, they, they've all walked this path before you and they have all figured it out. Um, but yeah, I love that whenever, whenever we like get really into it and they're just like, oh, well, my husband has, has health insurance. And I'm like, yo, what? Like... <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the solution to this problem. Leverage the resources you already have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I also think um, another way that we can look at this, which is another way to, to problem solve this, is you know sometimes nurse coaches, let's say they work, they're a med surge nurse and they're working three twelves. And we all know when you work three twelves, you actually are unavailable four days a week because you would need a full day of recovery after working three twelves. Um, you don't have to necessarily quit your hospital job and have no income. But we have a lot of clients who have uh, did something very similar to me. I told my naturopathic doctor, hey, I quit my job and I'm starting my own business and starting my own practice. And she said, oh my gosh, I'm so overwhelmed and busy. We should talk about how you could work here and help me. And so I was so lucky. I got a, a day or a day and a half of work a week for two years in her office, seeing all of her new patients. And I negotiated a pretty good hourly rate. So I I loved that I, I got to not only learn, I got to be in front of my ideal client, I got to learn from this doctor and I also had a paycheck. So I also had a little bit of of security of money flowing through me that I really appreciated. But that's also outside the box. And we have nurse coaches that take on jobs with chiropractors um, or switch to something more aligned um, that's closer to what they want to be doing that can also be another way to make space for your private practice. Totally. And if we can start to also 
I just want to like bring to the table that you can start looking at those jobs, you know, with, you know, taking, taking a less paying job at a chiropractic office or a, or a functional medicine doctor, like that is priceless exposure to your potentially ideal client. If you can somehow figure out a way to even get paid, I don't know, minimum wage or maybe a little bit better to be exposed to the people that you want to work with. Oh my gosh, what an opportunity because you usually have to pay to be in front of the people you want to work with. Yeah. So in in and also you don't necessarily have to pick up extra shifts, right? We can go work at Whole Foods or a yoga studio or literally something that's way less stressful so that um, you can have a little bit of time to recruit and it's not traditional nursing labor. But there are just, there's so many solutions to this. I was even supporting one of our clients a few weeks ago and they were telling me that they wanted to quit their job, that they're, they're, they're mentally tapped out. I've seen this look on nurse coaches' faces a lot to where they're just figuring out how to make it all work and we're kind of coming to a breaking point. And they're a travel nurse And I was like, being a travel nurse is the best. Like you can just take a break whenever you want. And he has enough padding to do that for at least, I don't know, four to six weeks. And so I was like, we can just test it out. We can just test it. You can quit your job and we can have a full blown go at this. Go very intentionally for four to six weeks. And if it doesn't work out, then we just go get another travel contract job and you're working in five days. And that is the beauty of, of nursing in general is that you can go from nights to day shift or full time to PRN. And if you're working PRN, you can always pick up extra, hopefully, ideally. Um, but there's so many ways to make your schedule flex with you in that first year yeah. of, of practice. Yeah. I also remember saying this to you and I remember Peter saying this to me. It was that nurses who quit their jobs to go full-time into their practice, we are so unique because we can give it a go and we can change our mind and we can go back and we can make a little bit extra money. We could do a travel assignment. We could take a job we really don't like for three months just to make our business flow if we need it. We have It's very, very low risk and high, high, high reward. This, this business model that we teach, opening your own practice and coming from the profession that we do. There's many other professions where people, I was in a coaching group with an attorney and she wanted to quit her private practice as an attorney, which she made $300,000 a year to be a full-time life coach. And um, she worked for a firm where she could not go part-time. It was all or nothing. It was 60 hours a week or it was nothing. And um, she was. She told me I was so lucky that I, I could work part-time. And I didn't think about that, right? We, we actually coached around that and she ended up finding that she could be a, an attorney part-time and create this. But we all, we are given this amazing uh, path or multiple paths to make this work for us. Um, you know, I, I have one question for you, Shelby, this kind of off, off the topic, but I think it's really, really important that we don't talk about enough is the social implications of quitting a job. Mm-hmm. So we see nurses quit a job to be solopreneurs, which means they're the only person in their business. They're usually working from home. They're alone. 
Um, let's talk about that transition because that can sometimes create uh, stress if it's not addressed and or acknowledged early. Yeah, I think that your story and my story are actually a pretty good example of this. And again, we both ended up here. So I want to I want to ruin the story a little bit that we we both ended up here. But when I first quit and then went in and started my own business, the time that I had without a coach was like two weeks. I found support very quickly. I invested. I was going to figure out a way to make it work. And then I remember you and I touched base a few times, probably within the first like six to nine months of of us both opening our practice. And you were struggling going at it alone on getting the right information and being able to take the right action. And it was not for lack of enthusiasm or your capability as a coach. It was just a lack of direction and, and having someone in your corner to support you. And as soon as you, so I, I had a few successful months, like right out of the gate, I made probably my first 10 K within 10 months with, or sorry, within four months. And, uh, then you hired a coach and things instantly changed for you. All of your enthusiasm and drive and passion had like funnel to go through you know you were able to take the right action (laughs) you were able to do you were able to connect and and have a plan and we see this a lot so so much and it breaks it breaks my heart because like that part of the investing in yourself in your dream in your vision I it's so important like it is you just you cannot go at this alone for so many reasons no but if, if anything, you got to drink the Kool-Aid. If we're going to try, if we are going to serve people through coaching, then we also have to have our own coach. Bare minimum, that's just like the rule, the rule of the game. Um, but also like it, it, it's, I just can't, There, there's a reason that we don't do what we do for free. I cannot take that moment away from you because it fuels so much that I can't give to you as a coach that big, scary investment, Mm -hmm. that's when the work starts. We might not have our first call for two months, but when you put money down, that's, that's where it all begins. And nurse coaches who don't invest in themselves or it takes a little longer to invest in themselves, again, we're all on our own path and things are unfolding exactly how they should, but they spin their wheels for months and they don't make money. And then a lot of them quit. Yeah, and they're they're lonely because they they can't talk to their partners about it. They can't talk to their old coworkers or they're separated from their old coworkers. Nobody really gets what it is that they're doing. And that's just a recipe for for failure because and I remember this, you know, renting my office, hiring my babysitter, driving down to my office, getting dressed for the day and having no appointments on the books and then figuring out what the hell am I going to do for 4 hours? working, um, like what's the right next action? What, how do I prioritize? Um, that's where I feel like being in community, either in a community of colleagues in an entrepreneurial community, in a group coaching experience, minimum, minimum, uh, at least a coach, but this is not a career that flourishes 
when you're all alone. And one of the things I hear from nurse coaches is, well, I'm going to, I'll do an enrollment call with them. Well, I'm, thank you so much for everything you've given me. I'm going to really, I'm going to just try to do this myself and then save up enough to hire a coach. And that does not work normally. Um, I, I mean, I feel like if that's you, if you're if you're hearing me say this and you're going, ouch, she's she's talking to me. Maybe I'm the one I that she had the call with. Um, at the minimum, it is your responsibility to find somebody or a group of people to support you. Even if you have to call all of your all of the people from your certification, if you have to go find your own free group and lead it and create the accountability and create support then you need to do that because this is not a, a business that you're meant to be alone in your room or in front of your computer um, and, and to be successful. Yeah. Well, our whole business is built off connecting with people. That's that's yeah. the premise is to, to not just be connecting with people on like a surface level on if I can sell them on my coaching or not, but like deeply connecting with people. And that starts with your own work. Yeah. The mental, the mental, oh, what do we want to coin it as? I've heard it called as mental spaghetti, but like the mental gymnastics that goes on, 100% I would have given up if I had not had a coach to, yeah. to keep me from, to talk me out of it, essentially. Um, so. And have a team, yeah. you know, like all of our programs are group programs for that reason, because we find that team, feeling like you have a team that knows your goals, knows what you're working on. So that when you say you come to a call and say, I just got my my third client or my second client and you have six to eight other people or a group of 25 people cheering you on, clapping for you, witnessing you, mm-hmm. it means like so much. It means so much to you. And in conversely, when you have a string of no's, which is going to happen, that you have 10 other people reminding you how awesome you are and that this is normal, nothing has gone wrong. So you don't spin, right? It keeps you from spinning, spinning out. So we got a little off topic. That's fine. (laughs) Shocker. Shocker. Yes. But I, I hope that as if you're listening to this and you are not plugged in to a coaching space or you feel like you're on the fence of quitting your job and you just aren't you don't have the support in your corner here's the sign here's the sign to reach out again we'll probably go blue in the face saying this we would love to support you but it does not have to be us it just has to be someone and yeah the world just so desperately needs what you want to bring to life and bring to the world and the healing potential that you have We will also include our free Facebook group because at the least, um, that is a free, amazing free community of nurse coaches all doing this private practice thing. And the name of our our group is The Successful Nurse Coach. And in our show notes, we will put that that link for you guys to find us if, if you're listening to us for the first time. Yeah, come hang out. There's, I get so many messages from, from new nurse coaches and they're like, oh, this is where everyone who's doing a private practice is hanging out. I'm like, yes, we exist. We are not mythical. There are dozens of us at this point. Please, please come get plugged in. And we, yeah, just can't wait to have, have you part of our community. It's super fun. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, we love bringing this to you. We're going to bring you another episode next week. 
and come find us. Don't, don't go at it alone. <laughs> See you later. Bye.